Welcome to Frank Fryer Fridays. This is Father Patrick Bikowskis broadcasting from St. Dominic Priory in St. Louis, Missouri. And I am going to begin the podcast today with a prayer that was sent to me by Mary Margaret Foreman a couple of weeks ago, I think. It's on January the 19th, and I've been holding it because I like it so much to begin one of our podcasts, and so I'm going to use it today. Gracious God, thank you for the gift of today. Refresh me. Invite me to discover your presence in each person that I meet and every event that I encounter. Teach me when to speak and when to listen, when to ponder and when to share. In moments of challenge and decision, attune my heart to the whisperings of your wisdom. As I undertake ordinary and unnoticed tasks, gift me with simple joy. When my day goes well, may I rejoice. When it grows difficult, surprise me with new possibilities. When life is overwhelming, call me to Sabbath moments to restore your peace and harmony. May my living today reveal your goodness. Amen. Thank you very much, Mary Margaret. I really like that prayer. And today I am going to be reflecting on this week's readings. And this is based on the reading where Jesus has just spoken to the crowds from the boat of the fishermen. And on concluding his talk, he tells them to go back out and to drop their nets. And they're more than a little dubious because they'd already done that and they hadn't caught a thing. And he's telling them to go right out to the same place. And they do. And they are overwhelmed by their haul. They they catch a great many fish so that their nets are full to breaking. And then Peter offers his confession, God, I am a sinner and I don't know if I can be called to do your work. And then Jesus tells him that famous line, you're going to be fishers of men and women. I have a good friend that some of you know, Jimmy Morgan. I don't know if he listens to my podcast. We talk regularly. We talk every couple of weeks, but I, I don't I don't know. I'm a little bit timid about bringing it up sometimes. But, but anyway, some of you know him. And I don't think that this is his own quote, although the first time I ever heard it was out of his mouth. He reminds me, uh, not infrequently, that every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. Thanks be to God. And I think that's what Jesus was telling Peter. And I never know for certain if Jimmy is directing that quote at me when he's offering it, but it does apply to me. God only knows. But our journey to sainthood, and that is something as we are all called, of course, it can't be accomplished on our own. It's impossible, in fact. The journey must include something else. And that something else reminds me of what another friend said to me when I told her that I 
thought I was being called to the priesthood. And this is a woman who had been a cloistered Benedictine, no, Carmelite, cloistered Carmelite for 10 years early in her life. And she said to me, the grace of God is going to do amazing things in your life. Well, these readings this weekend ask us to say yes and to follow Jesus. And I, I think many of you may think, well, Father Patrick certainly doesn't believe or doesn't mean me. And I'm thinking about all the faces that I see out there at the Catholic Student Center at Washington University, who I'm just starting to get to know, and the many faces of our resident parishioners and student parishioners at St. Thomas Aquinas at Purdue University. And I'm thinking about them and maybe their own doubts about themselves, and I think I need to tell them every saint has a past and every sinner has a, a future. And that's what Peter was told. He was telling Jesus, depart from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. And Jesus is thinking, oh, gosh, Peter, don't you realize that I already know that? And what does he tell Peter instead? Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men and women. In other words, you sinner, you are going to do great things, even if right now you can't imagine that you are up to the task. Some of you know that in 2016, so six years ago, I was named to be a missionary of mercy. And because of a decision by Pope Francis to institute this mission. Uh, it was only going to be for one year, and we, we still continue in that role. I'm very honored and blessed to be part of that great ministry to our church. And I don't know if I've ever felt more like Peter than when I was named to be a missionary of mercy. It's like, gosh, what could they be thinking? How can I be worthy? Well, every day our Lord renews this invitation to us to have a relationship with our Lord. And every day we only have to say yes. The message this week is about being chosen and responding to this call of Jesus. And when Jesus told Peter and the other disciples to cast their nets for one more catch, they had a lot of doubts. They thought he, Jesus, was foolish. But then they get this huge catch, and it shocked them. And they realized there was something very extraordinary about Jesus. And they did not understand why this extraordinary, holy person wanted to be with them, wanted a relationship with them, they did not understand exactly what that relationship would be like, but Peter and the others knew they wanted to follow Jesus and be with him. For whatever reason, they knew he believed in them, and then they began to have faith in him and his choices and in themselves. 
Now we know that some of the challenges seem very difficult. We wonder why Jesus is choosing us for whatever he has in mind. We might feel there are people much holier than we are, and there are, and maybe more able to accomplish Jesus' work, and maybe there are. And we might also feel, as Peter did, that we're not worthy to be a friend of Jesus. Well, thanks be to God, Jesus looks beyond our flaws, and he does not hold out our imperfections. He does not hold them against us. He is not judgmental, and he doesn't condemn us. He truly loves us so unconditionally and so completely that he continues to forgive our mistakes and our failures. Each of us needs to know this. Jesus feels that way about all of us. He wants a relationship with each one of us. We're not always sure what he has planned for us, and many times we are not sure we are up to the task. As the Archdiocese of St. Louis goes through a strategic plan and the Catholic Student Center goes through that same process, we're going to be called on to use our gifts to be disciples. Maybe we don't know exactly what that's going to look like, but I'm reminded of this great prayer that I have quoted many times, given to us by Father Thomas Merton. My Lord God, I have no idea where I'm going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I am following your will does not mean that I'm actually doing so. But I believe that my desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope that I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road though I may know nothing about it. Therefore will I trust you always, though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death. I will not fear, for you are with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. Who is worthy to be called a disciple, a follower? Well, I bet we may each think, well, not me, but each of us can do it if we trust in God. And with the grace of God, we will do amazing things. God bless you. Have a blessed week. See you next time.